In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus is in the region of Judea. He's moving about from town to town, and he's getting a lot of attention. Everyone's amazed by his teaching and miracles. The people rejoice, for they find in him the good news of God fulfilled. At the same time, we're already seeing how intentional Jesus is in sharing the good news with everyone, and not just some. Last week, we met the crowd in Nazareth, the town where Jesus grew up. Remember, they had a real problem with the idea of good news being for everyone. They end up trying to throw him off a cliff because they they just can't see it. What, did they not uh, like some people? Did they consider some to be undeserving of God's favor? Did they prefer to keep their group small and forever and terminally familiar? Apparently so. But I think the biggest thing was that they just couldn't see how God's love could be so abundant as to be enough for everyone. All they saw was their own portion as everything to lose. So here's a lesson right away from the beginning of Jesus' ministry, and an important one as we hold the good news key to transforming to good all that's wrong in the world today. Good news is not only for our receiving, it's not only for our keeping, it's not for our saving away in barns, it's for sharing. Pay pay it forward, they say. Pass it on. Or catch and release. In Simon's estimation, Jesus was no fisherman, per se. But as he'd been watching him these last few days, first in Capernaum, where he welcomed him in his own home, and where Jesus healed uh, his mother-in-law and others, and now here by the lake in Gennesaret, hearing him teach the crowd all about the kingdom of God, Simon could see Jesus was one especially blessed by God. So I guess that's why when Jesus said to Simon, let's go fishing, Simon said, okay. Or at least he eventually said, okay. It's sort of like the way Matt was when Jesus came to her. He said, okay. <laughs> See, he had his reservations. What did Jesus know about fishing anyway? Sure, Jesus must have seen they had no catch on the shore. Nothing for the market that day. But did he know they'd been out there all night trying their level best? Did he know they were professionals? Lord, take it from me, Simon said. Some nights, there are no fish to catch. But Jesus kept at him like, like he knew something Simon didn't. Come on, let's, let's row out. Cast your nets over there in the deep water. So Simon was in a spot. Jesus was no fisherman. But clearly, he was from God. Dare he take a chance? Simon's in the same place any of us are whenever Jesus gets to meddling in our affairs and telling us there's a better way of doing things. It could be we just ignore him every time, or we try to, or we say, hush, Lord, not now. Leave me alone. Or we're like, Really, Jesus? 
You think you know better than me? Are you more an expert on my life than me? Do you know my abilities, my potential, my best dreams better than me? Do you know a road I should go I don't already know? In our life, in our kingdoms, in our hopes for tomorrow, Jesus knows better even the things we think we know best. If you are an accountant, Jesus is the one siding up to you and showing you a new way to add numbers. If you are Isaac Misrahi, the, the clothing designer, Jesus is the one showing you how to thread a needle. Isaac's like, really? Are you sure? If you're an investor, Jesus is the one saying, you're better off putting your money here and here, but not there, and definitely not there. If you're a parent, Jesus is the one who says, here's another way, or several ways, you can love and support your son and daughter more. And here's something you can do to get out of their way. If you are a public servant, Jesus is the one who says, here are voices you need to listen to more. Here are needs and troubles you need to address. Here's what it is truly to be a blessing in my name. Simon was a fisherman and a good one, but Jesus was from God. And though it made no sense in the world to cast that net one more time, Simon had an inkling of faith enough to say, Okay, Lord, if you say so. Splash. The nets go in the water. And the catch? Huge, enormous. Fish were swimming right into the net, flopping, flipping, even jumping over the boat. It was a bonanza. Jesus laughs for joy as Simon and the others are suddenly scrambling to get a hold of the net. They're amazed. The catch is ten times bigger than any of them had ever seen. The nets are so full, they're beginning to tear. Simon has to call across the lake to his partners, James and John, to, get, to bring our boat, and they fill their boat. So they come and help. They work together. They haul the fish. They haul the fish. They haul the fish to shore. And Simon looks at the catch and then to Jesus, and he's overwhelmed. He says, Lord, go away from me, for I am a sinful man. Humbled at what Jesus can do, he wonders if he even has a right to experience such epiphany. Everything is different. And Jesus says, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching people. So what do you do? When the Lord calls you to follow and you find yourself with a wonderful bounty of fresh fish, well, what's true that Simon now knew is that life in Christ is a new beginning of grace that moves you into all the world. And in life journey, God will ever provide you with all you ever need. 
enough for all. And while the good news is for receiving, it's never for keeping all to yourself. It's for sharing. So Simon and the others, they gave it away. All of it. It would have been like three, four months wages, all those fish, but he gave it away. And the boat, and their fish, and all their gear, they drop everything. They follow Jesus and find their place in the kingdom of God as his first disciples. Where's your place in the kingdom of God? You know, I've been um, holding our confirmation class in prayer. Um, Lillian and Catherine, Ethan, Hagen, Charlotte, India, and Eli. It's right about now that they're wrapping up their confirmation weekend at Camp Hanover, and they'll be home in a little while. And here's something uh, Patty shared. She's our leader, and Craig we texted back and forth and see how they're doing. She says, oh my. Let me find it. Let me read this because it's good. All is well. The kids have had a great time. We're back in the lodge for a fire and s'mores. They opted to do it inside because it's so cold. We got to lead the prayer before dinner tonight and sang to the kitchen staff to thank them too. Tomorrow, we're responsible for the prayers of the people in worship. And the kids were bold letters, amazing, in planning what they wanted to do. I was blown away. They've based the lessons this week on the Shema translation, you know, the uh, uh, worship the Lord with all you are and everything you are. And we have been learning some Hebrew from it, the words for heart, soul, and strength. So we are finishing our contribution by singing the Shema in Hebrew. How nice. You know, I've, uh, they be home and, and uh, you know, I've a little bit of faith, too, that in the course of this journey, and indeed throughout their lives, they have and will have experienced a bounty of good news, amazing blessings from God. And in a few weeks here, they, if they feel ready, they'll be professing their faith in Jesus. That's them finding their place in the kingdom of God. Let's give thanks and pray the Lord bless them and bless their way. How about you? Do you remember a day or the day when Jesus became your Lord and Savior? Sometimes it's a, an epiphany like that. And for others, it's like a, a journey over time. But do you remember those moments when, when you heard Jesus calling you and calling your life? And even now, as he still sides up to you, next to you each day, and gives you better ways of doing things, do you listen? Do you surrender? Do you give thanks? And when he blesses your life with such abounding graces to receive, do you turn and share that bounty with others? What's our place in the kingdom of God? Jesus comes to save the world, and, and we have a part in that. Jesus comes. 
He calls. Let us follow. And to his name be all glory and praise, thanksgiving and power, this day and forevermore. Amen.